Just Between Friends is a podcast where you can listen in on a friend's private conversation, but leave feeling more connected than ever. If you're into overanalyzing, having heartfelt conversations, agreeing to disagree, avoiding small talk, and getting to the meat of it, this podcast is for you. I'm Jess. And I'm Bryn. And with our almost 10-year age gap, we look at life differently. We're here to combat loneliness while having good, deep, truthful conversations and talking about topics that matter. If you're into that, we'd love to have you eavesdrop. Oh, so how are you doing today? Um, I mean, after a late and up middle of the night multiple times with my daughter being sick, I'm tired. Was she up because she was sick? Yeah, just coughing and stuff like that. But... um. I was on a roll this week and then like today hit and it was kind of like, oh, here's life happening again. <laughs> back to being, back to life. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. That's like the opposite. Mine was just like, well, we started chatting about this a couple days ago, but I was, I feel like I'm just like going through it. Like I'm in the, the suck of life and it happens I mean, this is what we're going to talk about today, but it happens very consistently every single month trying to figure it out. I think it's hormonal, um, but just like, I don't know, we're just, life just feels heavy and hard and sucky and stupid. That's where I'm at. <laughs> just plain stupid. That's the exact place that we want to record a podcast from. We, right? yeah, we're here to, <laughs> we're here to talk about the stupid life. But um, I think what, like something that's been interesting is we, I don't think I would have recognized this as much had we not started talking about it. I do remember reading a book a long, long time ago that talked about um, female hormonal cycles. And like, if you chunk it up into four different weeks, you usually have a week where you want to kick ass. All I remember about it is you have a week you want to kick ass and a week where you just like basically want to just punch out. Like be done. And I hate that week. I hate, I will do everything in my power to avoid that week. But ever since you and I started talking about it, like, I don't know, it just like the awareness around it helps me be okay going through it. Totally. Totally. And I remember having that conversation and just being like, you know what? I try to fight this. I try to, this is how I look at these days I look at these days and at the end of the day I'm like what happened what did I do what can I do differently and I'm like analyzing every single thing that led up to that single moment in that single day and most of the time it's just a day most of the time I just need a night's sleep you mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. but I, mm -hmm. I used to analyze everything about it nitpick it figure out what's wrong and now after we've had that conversation I'm just like it's just a bad day. We're just having a bad day. I don't yeah. like nothing went wrong. You are fine. Just sit in it. And then tomorrow, get a good night's sleep and you'll be fine. I know it really is remarkable how much sleep can change things. I see it. So like having an almost teenager in the house, I see it. It's, it's wild. You have a daughter as well. I have three of them. Like, <laughs> watching the hormonal cycle that happens in this, I have a book actually that talks about female, female hormones in the ramping up between like preteen and teen, like no wonder they want to hide in their bedrooms. It's, it's like sickening when you look at how much of a hormonal 
inhale, like uphill climb they're going through. And she and I, like my daughter and I will talk about all the time, like, sleep and let's like let's like check in again tomorrow morning and just see how things are going and see if that helped and so I would say every single time it either entirely eliminates it or it helps it like by 90 percent it'll move the needle wow I know it's nuts I know and we're sitting here just being like oh our life sucks why are we (laughs) doing this what what's going on like this is not the right path all the things yeah. So like going back. Okay. So what has been going on with my life this week and why, I mean, we're, we're going to overanalyze like what we said we try not to do, but this is essentially like what has been going on. Um, I do think I'm just in this week. Like there's not, it's not necessarily what happened that put me in it, but I do think what happens greatly influences how you're doing in the suck week. And what has been happening in my life, it's just like, it's, I would say it's just all entirely too much. Like work has been a lot this week. We are in, uh, the company that I own face foundry has been up and running in Appleton now for six months. And I feel like we have our feet underneath us. And I was feeling very much like we've got this. We're like, we're finally like we're hitting our stride. And then this week has completely kicked my ass. Like the universe has thrown in so much where I'm like, oh yeah, no, we don't got this at all. Like we're still entire, we're growing and it hurts and it's painful. Like we're going to have to make probably some hires. We're going to have to make adjustments. Like it's just, it hurts very much. And I, so I'm a practicing esthetician and I've been in the store the first part of this week and it has been ridiculously busy. So I'm running around and the interesting work of being an esthetician is it's unlike any work I've ever had up to this point, because you are completely and solely focused on what is in front of you. That's also the reason I love it. Like I find aesthetics work truly meditative because like I silence all my notifications on my Apple watch. Like if you try to reach me on the days that I'm working, you will see all day. It says Jess has her notification silenced. Um, I checked my phone halfway through my shift yesterday and I had 48 text messages, none of which I cannot, right? So of course, I mean, it's not that I heard from 48 people. I just heard from probably five people 48 times. I was in a few groups, but about work is that I don't get any of those while I'm working because everything is silenced. I'm completely and totally focused on whoever it is that's right in front of me in my bed, which I love. I've never had a, I've never had work like that. And it feels like meditation. The problem is, is then when you're done, you get absolutely bamboozled with what you weren't paying attention to. And that just kept happening this week. And it sucked. Couple that with the fact, um, decided to go on a last minute snowmobile trip on Sunday, which this happens every single year. And I hate snowmobiling every single year for this reason is every single time he'll be like, this is the last time this year. This is the last time I promise you (laughs) there will be three last time trips this year. It happens every freaking year. So while this was going on, we're also leaving for vacation on Thursday. And I am not complaining about a vacation. We actually have two vacations back to back. But you know the work that goes into vacations, man? It's like the laundry, the packing, mm. child 
care know, letting school know, letting the buses know, getting care for Lutzen, having somebody care for reggae, our damn guinea pig, right? And like coordinating all of the things, like it's just, it's so much. It's just a lot of stuff that's on your brain. So it just felt sucky. Well, it's funny that both of those things have a similar kind of like before and after, like you talked about your meditative state of being in work, like, Ooh, that feels really good. I love this. Like, and your vacations, like looking forward to your vacations, you're like, Ooh, that's going to be really good. I'm not going to be like stressed, like more relaxing, hopefully. But then the prior work, like you, the prior work to getting ready for vacations, like really packs it in really sucks. The after work of doing your esthetician is like bombardment and stress and like all the things Mm -hmm. so like what's what's better looking like doing the pre-work before and then relaxing or doing the work and then like knowing like a shit bomb's gonna hit you and I think it's just part of it right like I think anybody I mean because everybody experiences this when you go on a vacation like you can be the best planner ever and there's always just that chance that unexpected things will pop up and you're going to have to deal with them when you get home. Totally. That's true. That's very true. But like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't skip the vacation. Like everybody should take that time, you know? (laughs) Well, I mean, and it's going back to say like, you can't always have great days. You're not going to, you're not going to always like your weeks, like you were talking about, like if there's four weeks in a month, you're going to have like one week that you kick ass and you're going to feel great, look great, be great do all the things the next week. Like you can't expect that to happen. Like that is just life. And that is just the ebbs and flows and you got to flow with it. Do you know what's funny about it is it happens probably every month that you get knocked down where you're like, this is just hard and heavy and I'm in it. And every month I'm surprised by it. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. You're never expecting. You're like, God damn. I thought we were past this. (laughs) No. You'll never be past it. I do think though in my, I have a very strong morning routine, always have. It's the only thing that keeps me straight and sane. And I was thinking this morning in my morning routine, like there's growth that's happening though, because during these weeks, I used to turn to very unhealthy coping mechanisms. And I know I catch myself and I no longer do that. Um, So like, you know, we, one of our episodes was about alcohol. Like, are you kidding me? That was my number one coping mechanism. And even yesterday, I found myself being like, oh my gosh, you totally deserve a glass. Like you are going to have a glass of wine. You are absolutely going to have a glass of wine. Because we have have a bottle of wine that's open in our house right now, um, which we haven't for so long. And it's just like sitting there. And I like was for sure like, oh, I'm for sure going to. And then I, at some point during the day yesterday, I was like, no you know that doesn't fix anything. In fact, it's just like temporarily it might fix something, but it is going to make all of this so much harder and heavier. So I do have like healthier coping mechanisms. So I do know that things are shifting, uh, but it doesn't mean that I don't want, I just, I still want to reach for some, a quick fix. Like I want to just get out of the pain. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I always look back on those times too. And like, in the middle of it, it seems to take forever. It, it drags on. You're like, this is never going to end. It reminds me of motherhood, actually, where you're like, 
they're I mean Harbor's sick currently and I'm like this is gonna be like weeks and weeks of her not sleeping and her not napping and then the next day comes and you're, when you look back on it when it's finally over you're like oh that wasn't that bad mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but in the middle of it it just feels the slog yeah you just gotta feel it I did in my, this mother, speaking of motherhood, um, Paige is like very much in this, I think part of what's contributing to this is she is like very much a two-year-old right now. Like, I I don't even know that I've ever had a two-year-old like I, this two-year-old. I don't, I know I haven't. <laughs> and she, oh man, you know how they say like the thing that drives you most crazy about your kids will probably end up being one of those, like one of their s- strongest attributes, their yeah. strengths. Yeah. That. I can see it already with Paige, like just a little like Emerson, like doesn't take no for an answer. Like very, when she gets her mind set on something, she is hell bent on getting that thing. Like she is strong. And so we enter the phase of discipline and it's, it just sucks. I just, it sucks. I remember feeling this way about the girls too. Like I don't want to discipline you. I, but I, you also like, I know you don't want the correction and the discipline either, but you are acting this way. Therefore we need it. Like we have to do it. I think it sucks as a parent. I almost wanted to post yesterday. Oh, my doorbell just rang. I'm probably gonna have to go answer it. Um, I almost posted yesterday. Like, you know how people are always like, don't wish these days away. I almost posted like, no, you're going to wish these days away. Some (laughs) of these days you are not going to actually want to do that. And that's okay. That's just part of it. Okay, so that but that reminds me of there's this I saw it on Instagram, I'm sure it's on TikTok everywhere, like this video and th- there's this audio playing of a man talking about the first four years of a child's life. I don't know if you've seen it or not. Okay, I may have, but like go through it for me. Is it like like soft spoken and really sweet? Yes. They're like your child is young for four years. And I immediately know what's going to, what they're going to say as they're saying it. And I'm like, I like hate it. I hate I it. Watch a single video. I have, I've seen it multiple times. I've never, ever, ever watched it because actually this week I feel like fuck that shit. <laughs> totally. I don't want to see it. I don't care. I don't even care. I don't care. It's exactly like, like enjoy every moment. You're going to, you're going to miss, like, like you said, you're going to miss these days. Like, they're only young for so long. Like cuddle them as much as you can. I'm like, no, no, no. I am okay to feel shitty about today. I'm okay to not want this day back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like stop making us feel bad. Uh, no, and okay, that I think cuts to the heart of it. Like, it like gives me a chills. Stop making us feel bad. We all carry enough mom guilt. Like, no, no. And I just love, I'm sorry. I love that it's a, a dude's voice. <laughs> like, especially this week where I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, it would be, it would be really nice. The, the father sometimes. I'm just being honest. Like moms oh. do a lot. Like getting ready for vacation. I can't even. John came home uh, yesterday and pretty sure he'll unpack from his, you know, snowmobiling trip and he will pack for Florida and he will be ready to go. That is it. Yep. Then yep. does the thing. Yep. I'm like, well, there's a million things that need to be done. He's like, like what? 
like, do I really have to spell it out for you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know. And this isn't like a big on the husbands. I mean, cause th at the end of the day, I know I do this to myself. Yep. Oh. If I would, I would change like that whole, you teach people mm -hmm. how to treat you thing. I know. I know. But they're not, they're not teaching us how to pack for vacation. I'm, I mean, like, well, they actually might be. <laughs> They're like, I don't ever pack for vacation. Or if I, if I throw all the mismatched outfits in, and this child looks homeless the whole time, I'll never have to do it again. I'm not, I'm, they definitely aren't, they're definitely not doing that because that would, that would, that's a lot of thinking and planning, right? For that. But that's that whole idea of like, teach people how to treat you. If every single time I pack, he's like test packs you're gonna pack i'm gonna pack totally. so, and just yeah yeah you know i have seen that those videos on instagram haven't watched one of them makes me cringe no i'm very much into the animal reels right now that's all we watch mm. i also almost equally despise any sort of like personal growth and development reels right now mm. you're like <laughs> anti-personal development i kind of am ever since 2020 yeah you're like I this shit i heard something really interesting the other day and okay so recently i post well recently as in two months ago or something i posted something about how i'm really struggling to keep track of things like everything is it's like coming in and going out very quickly like i might have a conversation with one of my children. And then a few days later, they're like, mom, you remember when we talked about that? This is what, and I'm like, I don't have any recollection of it. And I, I might like remember that there was a conversation kind of loosely around that. And what I pointed to in my post that I shared on Instagram was like, I just feel like I'm never present. Probably why I love my aesthetics work right now is because I'm super present in those moments, but everything else, I feel like my attention is so divided. And I had a friend reach out and say, it sounds like burnout. And for whatever, when she said it, it like just super resonated. I was like, oh, it to absolutely, totally. Didn't think about that, but absolutely, totally. And so ever since then, I've been kind of like, this has been like just percolating in the background and sitting and I've been turning it over. And I heard someone in a podcast say the other day, there are the majority of people right now are experiencing burnout as a result of sustained fear for so long and like fear for whatever it was like fear of the pandemic fear of like for me you know i didn't have a lot of fear for the actual like sickness of covid in terms of like my immediate family and even like my parents who are in their 70s I didn't, I just don't, I don't have a lot of fear for those things. I, I don't normally carry fear around like, oh God, what if somebody dies? I just have a lot of trust. Like I, I believe that when your day comes, it comes. Would it totally suck? It does. I've been there multiple times. It does totally suck to lose somebody, but I also have zero control. So I'm not going to spend my time worrying about it. That's a, a gift I think I have. However, carried a ton of fear over what are they going to do next? What's the next lockdown? What's the next measure? What's the next like, and this like complete and total loss of control over my life and the 
restrictions they placed on my kids, on my family, on my life, on my la 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 la. Like I'm still mad. Mm. Mad. I'm still, and I definitely still have that. Like whether you call it fear or rage, (laughs) either both, (laughs) both over like how much control someone else has that like that pissed me off. And I think I do have a lot of burnout from that. I could, yeah, I could see that actually. Mm -hmm. I feel like you had to combat lack of control with like control of anything of your own. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I always do though. Right. Don't we always strive to control? Like if you, especially if you feel out of control in some area, you will control uh, definitely. Oh, that really like res- that kind of hits that sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I mean, it reminds me of like what we started talking about the bad day thing. Like we want to control the bad day because we feel out of control because the bad day happened to us. Mm-hmm. So how do you, okay, we, we touched a little bit on this, but like how, how do you not combat, but like, how do you trust getting through that? Like, how do you get through that? Like, are there things that happen or, I mean, you talked about your morning routine. Is there anything else that comes up that you're like, oh, I have to kind of weave this way because this is how I feel um are you saying like in a positive way or like in an overly controlly way no just like knowing knowing that you feel like shit Mm -hmm. do you do anything differently because you feel like shit I mean I think I yes I uh, yes I do uh, I give a lot of grace like for myself, like I do, I find like I, whether you call it a mantra or whatever, it just like, this too shall pass. Mm. Like we're in it. And I also, as I've gotten older, started to allow myself just to feel shitty. Like be in the suck. What are you supposed, like there is a gift in it. There is purpose in the pain. I totally, it's not just the cliche suck, you know, saying I do totally, totally, totally believe it because when I'm good, like when I'm riding high, I'm not receptive to the correction or the things I'm supposed to learn because I don't need it. I'm good. Sure. But when I'm low and I feel terrible, um, everything's different. Like you just, they hit different. They resonate differently. Like you even said to me yesterday when we were voice memoing, like, oh, here's where some of your hesitation about, you like, I had just been messaging you about something I wanted to pull back on. And it was like, okay, here's where you don't want to go all in. Here's the hesitation. You're feeling sucky. It's like, yeah, like it resonated because it was like, wow, I, that's a a pattern I haven't noticed before. Interesting. interesting. Yeah. Never thought of the whole being receptive part of in that stage, like just, because you aren't so like on the days that on the weeks or days that you're feeling like your best, like I feel like your output is, is big and you're not yeah. like, maybe you're not taking in as much. Cause you're like, Oh, like I've, I've got lots to do. I've, I can do all these things, 
but on the on the weeks that you're like you feel bad and you're low I've never put those two and two together of like you are just looking for things to come to you you're looking to be receptive you're looking for people to love on you you're looking for love from yourself just like that inward okay like fill me up Mm -hmm. I kind of find too like I'm thinking of this when you're on a high the things that resonate with you are the things that validate the path you're already on. Mm. Like the things that you're like, okay, I'm like super jiving with this because that's exactly where I'm at. Whereas when I'm low, I'm actually looking for things to help me feel better because it hurts. And it's like, you're also looking for things that shed light on maybe what you're missing again, because you kind of want to fix it. Mm. Yeah. So you're open to that correction. Mm. I will say too, in all of this, like getting back to like the vices, oh, we as people do not like feeling pain. And like, we just, I find with myself, I want to get out of it as quickly as possible. Like whatever that is, like whatever fix and the fixes are talking to people, eating something, drinking something doing something like anything that kind of gets you out of it. Um, but, but, but one thing I'm really good at when I'm in pain is journaling. I mm-hmm. journaled more in the last couple days than I have probably in the last like month, hmm. just getting it out and spilling it out. And I always appreciate those. Cause I see them when I look back later and it's like, Oh, that's interesting. Right. Like I, I felt that way. And I felt that way before. And I see this happening again totally Mm -hmm. totally I want to hear more about when we were talking yesterday you were talking how do you change your days based on like when -hmm. you're feeling sucky like Mm because you I I think that that's really interesting when you talked about creation versus Mm -hmm. like how things change that way yeah yeah um I'll start by saying this kind of came about or like hit me harder because of a like a little design test that I took of my personality it was called a human design reading or something like that it was for free and I never would have actually done it or taken it if it wasn't for free but I'm glad I did and the thing like one of the things that connected with this topic about or from that is she told me to trust myself more And like, when I feel something in my gut, like trust that don't fight it and, um, like feel like be okay with feeling whatever you're feeling and just go with it. And so that coupled with the fact of just like, if you're in the sec, be in the sec, if you're in the good, be in the good, you know, just feel whatever you're feeling. Um, I have been angry at like, uh, I mean, it's, these are other topics, but like some relationships that are in my life, I'm angry. And I told her, I'm like, I don't want to feel angry. I shouldn't feel angry at this person. And she's like, why not? Why can't you be? Just be angry. And I was like, that actually feels great (laughs) to just be angry. And so in, in order to trust myself more, I feel like I'm, I'm a big feeler. I'm not like the planner. I'm not the, here's 
the schedule of the week type of person. I'm like, okay, I woke up today. I feel like going to the gym. I'm going to go to the gym. And then, I mean, obviously like I have things to do for work. I have things to do for family and life and all that kind of stuff. Those things definitely happen, but I'm able, because of the situation that I'm in, I'm able to kind of weave those things into my life as how I want and how I feel. So when I'm feeling these like shitty sucky days, I look towards things that either make me feel happy, like deep heart, soul happy. And the things would be, I mean, going outside, to be honest, like that's the first immediate reaction. I'm like, I need to go outside. I need to take a walk. If it's like 15 minutes, that's good enough. Um, I need to go to the gym. I need to, like I turn on music. Music always helps. Um, I sit in silence a lot. Not necessarily, like I don't journal necessarily, but I'm more intro, just like looking inward. Um, And as far as work goes, like we all have stuff that we need to get done. But when it comes to work on those days, I don't, I don't feel good in that feeling. Like I'm a career, I'm usually, I would title myself as a creative person, but on those times, like I just don't want to do the creative work because I know it's not going to be my best. I know it's not going to be good. I'm not going to feel good about it. I am not energized. And I can tell the difference of the times, um, like earlier this week, I was like feeling really good. And so like a lot of creative things have happened this week. Cause like, I, I feel that energy is connected with the things that I'm able to create. And so if I'm feeling bad, like I push those things off and it's, it's not that I plan to, it's just like, I'm like, I really don't feel like doing this. So mm-hmm. I don't. And so trusting myself enough to know that one bad days happen and the next day will be better. And two, knowing myself enough to match like the energy and what feels good with what I'm doing. It's really interesting hearing you talk about it too, because that's almost in direct opposition to personal development and growth. And maybe that's part of the reason why I'm rejecting it so much right now. Yeah. Because that whole idea of feel then act, they flip that act then feel. Interesting. And I, right. And I do think there are time and places for that. Like, like a really good example I'm thinking of is love. A lot of us think you feel love, then you give love. Mm-hmm. But actually, if you act, then a lot of times you feel like even when you're not really feeling it. And, and I'm not a good example of this this week right now towards my husband, but like, being in service to others helps you to feel what it is you're seeking. So I think there's a time and place for both. But what I really love that you're saying is that whole trusting yourself and also being okay with just like, I'm not feeling it. This is not because, because I think sometimes, isn't it true? Like, okay, the word feel, when you say that, part of it almost feels like this deeper intuition. It's not just feelings. It's not just I don't feel like working out. It might be actually your body telling you we need rest more than we need 
working out, then we need that, you know, but the entire personal development industry would tell you, do it, feel, then do it anyway. Like just oh. do it anyway. Totally. I can hear people saying that too, of like, like, nope, put your head down. Like do, do the things you said you were going to do. Gross. Is that just like, no. There's you a- know, it, the, the entire like personal development, like that industry right now feels for me like very uh, opposite of like the feminine qualities that we bring into life that there's a lot of value and purpose for. And what you're talking about feels very feminine forward. And I love that. Mm. Yeah. Totally. Um, one of the things that I, I wrote down, because I didn't want to forget that you said also was where you focus your thoughts. Like you do have a lot of autonomy in your work. And for those who do, I think it's so important to hear what you're saying and make adjustments accordingly based on where the self that you're bringing to the day. Mm. My drained out crazy self that I was bringing to my week this week would require a different work than what was laid out before me. But I'm currently in a position, meaning being an esthetician, where I don't have that autonomy over what I do. Like when I go to work as an esthetician, that work that I perform is right in front of me and it is uh, touching people's faces, helping with skincare, right? So I, I don't have a lot of flex or flexibility in that work. However, everyone has flexibility and control over what they think about. That has been, and that one stuck out to me when you said that because that one has been huge, huge, huge for me recently. Like yeah. I realized, and I've always known this, but I've realized the power of really changing thought recently. Um, I just got read, done reading this book called Counterfeit Gods by Timothy Keller. And the argument that he essentially lays out is that we all have these counterfeit gods in our life. And sometimes you're actually making a counterfeit God out of your problems. So meaning if you're spending so much time thinking about your problems, it could be, let's take what, let's say you're having a disagreement or a problem with a friend. Mm -hmm. We've all been in a situation where you replay that over and over and over and you're anticipating what they, you're, you're remembering what they said. You're anticipating what your response would have, should have, could have been. And you're like, every time, let's say they reach out to you, you're anticipating like that you're going to get bit again. And we, we like carry this in the front of our minds. You're like creating a God out of that essentially, because you're thinking about that more than anything else. Like that's become an obsession, almost Mm -hmm. the way that money can become an obsession for some people. Like that has become an obsession. And instead you need to let it go. And and depending on your faith basis, like mine, you pray about it and release it, like let it go. And I have noticed a tremendous, so every time like my trigger is like, oh, if I start thinking about that, today it happens to be my husband. If I start thinking about something that is bothering me about him or frustrating me, I am going to stop myself. That's like the, oh, stop, stop. Mm. Send up a little prayer, get rid of it but we're not going to do that. And everybody has control over that. When I'm working with a client, I have a choice to be very present in that moment of serving them. Or I can think about everything else that's going on that sucks. And guess which one is going to make me feel better. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. 
I love that. It reminds, I've heard something similar to that. So I'm not necessarily faith based, but I have faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I heard a friend or some, I don't know, I don't even remember where it came from, but the fact of very similar situation, like thinking about something, stewing about it, like worrying about it, anxious about it. When I don't have my assumption is someone who is very religious, like talks to whoever their higher power is and talks about it and talks with them or whatever it is, prays about it. Um, and I tend to just think about it myself and it's on me. Mm-hmm. It's on my shoulders. The thing that cha- flipped my mind is very similar to what you said of like, like you have, so whatever this issue you have being like having God, I will just put that for this example. Like if you have a God, you take bundle it up and like give it to him. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's his problem now. Mm-hmm. And like, you can, you can let that go. And the fact like that whole scenario of, okay, it's not on my shoulders. It's not something I have to carry. Like mm-hmm. that really intrigues me to like learn more about faith and that type of stuff. I don't, know where that's going to go but that whole concept that it is not your choice it is not on you to figure this all on like all out by yourself mm-hmm. and so having yeah that mindset of what do i need to like think about now or what i need what what do i need to worry about now is this something that i need to work out myself mm-hmm. Probably not. Mm-hmm. And how much worse do we make it when we, ugh, when we think about it and it's, it's always, you know, it's always from our perspective. It's always from like what we would say or do, or like, it's mm. just flipping the thinking of like thinking more about them what they might be going through or even just releasing it entirely like no I don't need like this isn't because it's very unproductive most of the time yeah I realized like this morning a situation that I'm frustrated with my husband about like all I'm doing when I'm ruminating about it is coming up with my arguments like I'm Mm -hmm. just (laughs) I'm fighting nobody but I'm like coming up with my defense, right? You have like five to 10 phrases of things you can combat in your conversation to him about already. And okay, I also like uh, what you were saying about just feel the anger. Like mm. maybe you are angry. I, okay, I like in this, cause it's very similar to how I was feeling this morning. I am angry about something, but why then do we just, why do we have to justify it? Maybe you're just angry. Exactly. Yep. Maybe we never even have to have an argument about it. Maybe I never actually have to justify Because how many times do you go to your husband? I do this a lot. And I'm like, we need to talk. We need to get this out. <laughs> Let's figure this out. What are we getting out? <laughs> it was only bothering me. Mm, Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Maybe I'm just like, maybe it's just residual anger. Maybe I'm just like, I'm just feeling sucky because this week I'm feeling sucky and it was a lot to handle and he was gone. And, but I just get, that's fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't have to, yeah. 
Well, and he like he is the he is the first and easiest person to put blame on. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's the easy game. Yeah. And I do that with Ben too. I know. Which we should next time we should talk about marriage. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Cause I am just finishing up with the bachelor. <laughs> Fascinated every time. Every season. Every, bachelor, Bachelorette, every time. I just I love it. I love watching The Bachelor with 14 years of marriage under my belt and 39 years of life experience, mostly done wrong. Um, I love watching it from that perspective. Like, it's so interesting how off their thinking is. I was just going to say, why are you um, connecting marriage to The Bachelor? Like, those things don't seem connected whatsoever. (laughs) Yeah, it just like the expectations that we carry into marriage no wonder why we're so miserable like mm-hmm. the expectations are ne- they're just out of control that's what i was saying i feel like there's yeah there's a lot to talk on that there's a lot maybe your homework from now until then is to catch up on the bachelor <laughs> <laughs> to watch the entire season in less than okay you can you could totally do that you okay. could do it. people could do it. just yeah. set your mind to it <laughs> uh, well this i i think it like when we were talking about do we record the podcast this week and my suck week um with all the all the things going on and i stand by it like we started this because we also find these conversations so fulfilling and it makes our like the loneliness i feel in this ever disconnected world it just makes it feel a little bit more connected and seen and it may, I feel better. Mm-hmm. So I like, appreciate that. Like getting the thoughts in your head, like out first and then getting them to someone else can understand or relate or like think about them or sit on them with you. Yeah. And just knowing that you, like everybody goes through this, just it's part of it. So how, t- how you know you're doing it right. Yeah, for sure. It's not supposed to all be easy. Okay, thank you, Bren. Mm, thank you. That was good. It was good to chat with you. I know. I'm glad I'm glad we did this before you. for warmer weather. Cool. I'll see you next time. Okay. So good to see you guys. Bye.